All right, we will say good morning. Good morning. Let us begin. Begin by thanking all of our sponsors for this morning's shear. To thank our Tamil Torah sponsors for the month of Teves, the Dafyomi shear for dedicating all the Shuman Joshua's this month in memory of Mr. Milton Martyr, Mordechai Dava Ben Rafal, Akoin Zichron Levracha. To thank Shirley L. Bauman family for dedicating the Shiurim this month, the commission of the yard site of Jerry L. Baum, Yaakov Kapol Ben Avram Menachem. To thank our week of learning sponsors, Paul and Kathy Pollock, for dedicating the learning this week in commemoration of the yard site of Paul's sister, Leah Bas Shmuel Zichron Levracha. And to thank Ayal and Sarah Steinberg for dedicating the Shiurim this week in the Shusav Rafush Lema for Shulamis Bas Sushu. We obtain the merit of our Tamatoro. All those who require refuah should have one together with Kol Chol Yisrael. All of the Neshamas, Shev, and Aliyah, and the families in Nechama. With that, let us begin. So, really interesting daf ahead of us today. Today's daf is Samech Tes 69. And we are actually picking up on daf Samech Tes Amad Beis 69a. Sorry, 69. Samech Tes Amad Aleph. Sorry about that. Two, four, five lines down from the top. Five lines down from the top. Um... Okay, sorry. Good. Father is not about that. says as follows. So remember again, yesterday's daf we ended off with the well, it was a quasi resolution. We had an interesting question. What we've established this entire parak so far has been really focused on one particular detail, namely the annulment of a vow of a nara hamurasa. So remember again, a very specific case of a nara between the age of 12 and 12 and a half, 12 years old and 6 months, in a state of Erosin, who has the power of revocation over her vows. So we've established is that it must be a joint effort between her father and her husband. We've also established, at least we thought initially, that it has to be done jointly and simultaneously. So now I will say what we also established, but in yesterday's daft we saw the concept of partial revocation. And understand that partial revocation seemingly has some type of effect. So remember again, we had a two possibilities. Either again, make us guys, partial revocation lops off 50% of the nether, or miklash kalish. It has the ability generally to weaken the nether, to downgrade the nether to a lesser form of severity. So I will say, so essentially what we ended off in yesterday's staff was, which one is correct? Tzimachlokis Beisham Beisilo. Beisham holds Miklos Megas Gaiyas, and Beisilo holds Miklos Kolish. So I will say, fine, with that, let's go back there. So by Rava, Rabbi Rava, Rava asks the following question. Yesh She'ila Bahakim, or in She'ila Bahakim, so it's a very interesting question. So I will say, let's say, let, let's, let's take the following scenario. So let's say Nara Mu'rasa made a nether. And now what happened? Father affirmed the nether. Father from the nether. I will say, now affirmation could take one of two ways. Either the father says, I positively affirm the nether, or he's quiet for that entire day, in which case it becomes a de facto affirmation. Let's go with the first approach, where Halacha, we'll see what I said in just a moment, where he says, right, Nara Murasa makes the nether, father affirms it, and now what does he want? He wants revocation of his affirmation. So is there such a concept like that? Yesh she'ila b'hakim, o'ed she'ila b'hakim, is the ability to go ahead and... Revoke affirmation or not? So we'll say. So take a look. By the way, in the run, in the run, it's in the in the in the wide lines. Two, four, six, seven lines in. By Rabbi, by Rabbi Yeshayel Bahakim, Rabbi says, "In Kaiyim So we'll say. Let's say again. The father affirmed the nether. 
and now he wants to revoke that affirmation on that very day. Me matzi mefer bo bayom olo. So I'll say ultimately again, does he have the ability to revoke the affirmation on that day or not? Now the Rand points out, avalamocher pshita delo matzi mefer delo gara mishtika. And I will say the shaila only comes up when day of day of. Because obviously, again, if he's quiet the entire first day, by definition, by definition, that's affirmation. There's no indication. So Shaila is day of. He affirmed the nether. Does he have the ability to go ahead and revoke that affirmation? I'll, say, I'll just point you just for a moment to the rush. If you take a look at the rush, uh, um, no, actually, no, let's, let's go back to it. Let's finish. So the Gemara says, So back to the Gemara. So Rav says, this is Rav's Kasha. Is there such a concept ultimately again? The father affirmed the nether. Can he now revoke that affirmation on that day? So it says the Gimara. So it says the Gimara. If you say that there is revocation by affirmation, so I'll say then the follow up question is is there revocation for annulment or not? I was about to say, so let's just, just the reverse, right? So question number one, question number one was, if the father affirms the nether on the day that he heard it, right? She made the nether, he affirmed it. Can he then revoke his affirmation? Or what I was asking is, is there a process by which the father goes to a tamtrahom, to a basedin for revocation of his affirmation? Okay, part two of that question is, what about the reverse? Let's say he annulled the nether, is there revocation for annulment? Is there revocation for annulment? Right? Or is there is there no revocation ultimately again for annulment? To which the Gemara will say. Now, by the way, now take a look at the rush for just a moment. Take a look at the rush for just one moment. So we'll say. So this is the rush in the wide lines, two, four. Six, seven lines in the end of the seventh wide line in the rush. Yeshele b'hafer olo. It was such a very interesting. Mi amrinon kevin deyeshele b'hakim v'adinami b'hafer. So on one hand, maybe what Rav is saying is like this: If you're going to tell me that there's revocation with affirmation, then there should also be revocation for annulment, right? This is therefore again who had been nami b'hafer from hafer v'nishol chacham al hafer also chazer hanedel kad muso. So I will say, O Dilma, look what the Rosh says. Perhaps Nihidi Sheila Lahakim Hainu Mishum Dikium Nedar Kinedar Dami Aval Hafara in La Sheila. So I will say the reason why the reason why I would think that maybe they're different. Where is why? Because I will say, if you affirm a nether, right? If you affirm a nether, Nihidi Sheila Lahakim, Hainushum Dikium Nedar Kinedar. So I will say, affirmation of a nether, if you think about it. When the father affirms the neder, has he really done anything? Has he really done anything? Not really. Not really. In other words, had he not done anything, the neder would have been affirmed. So maybe it's easier to overturn a process where the father hasn't really done anything. As opposed to annulment. When the father has annulled the neder, has he done something? Absolutely. It's much harder to undo something that you've actually done versus to undo something that you haven't really done anything to. I know that wasn't good English. But you understand, right? I was about to say, so, so the Maisa, that, that, that's the distinction. That's the distinction. So I was say, so Rav is there for asking two shilas. Could a father go ahead and revoke his affirmation? That's part one. Part two, 
can he revoke his annulment? To which the Gemara says, So Tashma, Dam Rabbi Yochanan, Nish'alin ala hekem, ve'in nish'alin ala hefer. So Rabbi Yochanan says, you can go ahead and revoke affirmation, but you cannot go ahead and revoke revocation. So we'll say, if the father affirmed the nether, he can go to a base, and there's a process. There's a process. He, he, in other words, he can't revoke his affirmation by himself, but right? he, he needs to go through a process for that. But Allah said, there is a process for revocation of affirmation, but there is no ability to revoke his annulment. So I'll say, so that, that is how the Gemara Paskins. And again, it's just interesting to see how the Rush frames the difference between the two. And I'll say, I want to point out over here, this is how the Raman Paskins. So if you take a look in Hilchos Nadarim, we have to look, I'm going to read it to you. Hilchos Nadarim, Perak Yud Gimel, Halacha Chaf. So the Raman writes as follows. Hamakayim Nitre Bita O Ishto, Venicham. We'll say, here it is. A person affirms the nether of his daughter or of his wife, and then he has remorse for doing it. But he regrets having done it. He can go to a Chacham, and the Chacham has the ability to go ahead and annul the affirmation. Now, say, so, so here's what's interesting. The Raman just fills in the blank over here, which is, let's play this out. Right, Ruben, Ruben is the father. Let's just keep it with the, with the Gemara. His daughter, the Narahamu Rasa, went ahead and made a nether. What did Ruvain do? He affirmed the nether. He then has remorse that he affirmed it. So what does he do? He goes to Tam Tchacham. Tam Tchacham revokes his affirmation. They both say, what happens now that the affirmation is revoked? What happens now? Essentially, we're back to square one. So now both say, what does he have to do? Now, he has to annul the nether. Right? In other words, revocation of affirmation just puts him back at square one. Right? It doesn't, it doesn't actually do anything to the nether. Now that his affirmation has been revoked, if he chooses, he could what? He could now annul the nether. He can now annul the nether. So Rabbi Yossi said just that, the Gemara doesn't mention that point, but the Ramam says it. Aval, im hefer lovenichem, Rabbi Yossi, if he annulled the nether, and then he had remorse, that he went and he annulled the nether, so I said there is no revocation ultimately again on annulment. So I'll say that's how the Ramam Paskins. So ultimately again, there is revocation on affirmation. Once the affirmation is revoked, father then has the ability to actively annul the nether. He's got to do something once to annul the nether, but there is no revocation ultimately on annulment. Incredible. So I'm sorry. So we're gonna get to Ram from yesterday. Good. I haven't I haven't forgotten about it. I haven't forgotten. So boy, boy you're gonna see why I'm saving it. So boy, Rabba. So we'll say, so Rabbi asked the following Shiloh. Kiem lechi, kiem lechi. So we'll say it's case number two. Oh, Rab well, first of all, Rabba, now this is Rabba. So here's Rabba's Kasha. Let's say, we'll say we'll keep it the same case. Right? So the father of Nara Murasa, daughter daughter Nara Murasa makes a nether, and the father father says, Kiem lechi, kiem lechi. The nether is upheld for you. The nether is upheld for you. Right? So he uses this double lotion. Venishal al hakamarishona mahu. Supposed to listen to this. Now, obviously, when he says kiem lechi, kiem lechi, they will say, "What's the status of the second kiem lechi? What's the status of that?" It's meaningless. It's meaningless. They will say, "Now watch this. What happens, however, 
if he petitions for revocation of the first affirmation. Rosa, so these questions are building on each other. So remember again, what Rava just taught us, what Rava just taught us, or Sir Rabbi Yochanan just taught us, is that there is revocation for affirmation. Okay, so now what happens, case number two, right? Father says to his daughter, your nether is upheld, your nether is upheld. So generally, second, the second affirmation is meaningless, right? Now what happens, we will say, what happens, however, if he goes to a Chacham and he has the first affirmation revoked. Mahu. So I'll say, so what is the halacha? Now we'll say, now what is the Gemara asking? Take a look at the Ran again. So I'll say, this is the Ran 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, about 12, 12 lines up from the bottom. So by Rabba, Kim Lechi, Kim Lechi, Vinisha Ala Kama Rishona Mahu, Miyam Rinan, Kevan Debe Ibna Da Apek Hakama Shnia Mipume, Lo Chayli, Sulo Chayla. So I'll say, do we say that since when he first said, when he first said the first Kim Lechi, such a statement was meaningless. Therefore, again, I will say, kind of disappears. Just totally disappears. So we'll say, here's how the rhyme frames it. So when he says, or so in general, both say there are two ways to we view that redundant, redundant statements. On one hand, we say, look, that second statement is meaningless. There's nothing to talk about. Therefore, it kind of just falls away. It just, it just disappears on its own. Or maybe the second possibility will say is that, no, what happens? The, when, when he makes it initially, the second came lechi doesn't mean anything because it doesn't do anything. But it's still hovering around. Ultimately, again, were he to revoke the first affirmation, what would happen? The second affirmation would automatically set in. That's the Shaila. That's the Shaila. So Tashra will say, so let's analyze. So Tashma, Dama Rava, Emishal Alarishona, Shniya Chalalav. All right, we'll say pretty straightforward. Rava answered this also. And Rava said, if he has revocation on the first affirmation, the second one sets in. Second one sets in. Said Rabbi Osei, so Rabbi Paskins, the second Kiyim Lechi never really goes away. It kind of hovers around. It hovers around. And once the first one is revoked, the second one has the ability to ultimately set in. Incredible. Incredible. So Rabbi Osei, this is how the Raman Paskins as well. Um, Amr Lepito, suppose it's the Raman, it's actually, it's all the same, it's all the same parak, in Hilchos, the Raman, parak, in Gimel. Amr Lepito, the Ishto, Kiyim Lech, Kiyim Lech, Man says to his husband, to, to his wife, or to his daughter. So ultimately, again, I'm upholding this letter for you. I'm upholding this letter for you. al hakama harishona, and then he has revocation on the first affirmation. alav. The second, the second affirmation ultimately again sets in. Good. So we'll say now two two questions asked, two questions answered. Let's go back there. Bye, Rabba. So we'll say ultimately again, Rabba comes along and asks another kasha. Kiem lechi umufar lechi. So we'll say this. This is a bit more of a convoluted case. It's actually quite interesting. So we'll say now watch this. Father says just a moment. So now father says to the daughter, Kiem lechi umufar lechi. I am upholding your nether and I am annulling your nether. And ultimately, again, the affirmation should only take effect if the revocation takes effect. What? 
So again, remember, essentially what the father has done in this case is he's made an inherently contradictory statement. So literally, again, is two parts of the contradiction. First part is the nether is upheld for you. The nether is affirmed. The nether is annulled. The nether is affirmed. The nether is annulled. And ultimately, the affirmation should only take effect if the nether is annulled. Okay. So it's obviously we have an inherently contradictory statement. So I will say, so what's, so what's the Shaila? Mahu. Sijibar says, what do I do with this? Now, before you turn the page, take a quick look at the last rush on Ahmed Aleph. Quick look at the last rush on Ahmed Aleph. So listen to this. So we'll say, now listen to this. So the rush just points on the average, which is very interesting over here. If the father would have just said, or also, I'm saying the father, but it's the father or the husband, right? Or is the, let's just give it the father. If the father would have said, let's say he would have just said this, right? The nether is upheld for you and the nether is annulled. So the rush says, this would be easier. We would not have appended the second part of the statement. So I will say, we're going, to, we're going to talk about this in just a moment. If the father would have just said, that would have been an easy case. Why? Because we'll say, what would, have, what would we have said in that case? We would have said, grab the first Lashon, and would have just said he's upholding the nether, and would have ignored the second part. The problem is, we're going to leave that. The problem, the Rosh is just pointing out over here. The problem is not with the first part of the statement. The problem is with the second part of the statement. Because in general, we'll say, we're going to see, if you, when you make two contradictory statements that cannot both be true, in general, we'll just seize the first one. So if you were to say, so in this case when he says, Kiem lechi mufar lechi, that by itself we would just say, Kiem, he was upholding the nether. The problem we'll say is that he appended the second part to the statement and he said, the hakama, right, what, look, look how this goes. The nether is upheld, the nether is revoked. But the affirmation should only take effect if there's a revocation. So I'll say, so the problem just is he linked the second part to the first part, and I have absolutely no idea what he is saying. So Mahu, so what is the halacha in this case? Well, I'll say I'm a base. So Tashma, so Tashma, let's analyze this. So Tashma, we put there, we may have Rabbi Yossi. So I'll say, let's analyze this from the Machlokes, Rabbi Rabbi Yossi. What's the Machlokes, Rabbi Rabbi Yossi? I'll say, it's a great case, great case. We've actually seen this before. We've seen this before, the Gemara says. So this nine, Harizu Temuras Ola, Temuras Shlomen. I will say, okay, so here, here's what you have over here. What, what's Tumura? So Tumura is an illegal swap, right? An illegal swap. So in other words, you are, when, you have, when you have an animal that's consecrated, you are not allowed to go ahead and exchange that animal for something else. In this case over here, in this case over here, a person has an animal, and what does he say? This animal ultimately, again, should be a Tumuras Ola, Tumuras Shlomen. And I will say, now he's, ma- he's making both of these statements. It should be a Tamura for Ola and a Tamura for Shlomim. So I will say, so what's, so what's going on over here? So first I'll take a quick look at the rush. The rush will say is in the left-hand column. We're going to be looking at a couple of rushes over here. Less around on this page, more rush. 
So the the rush is on the the rush is on the left hand side. We touch my plot with Rabbi skip a little bit. He says this not harizut muras ola. Mishnah he beparakit said marimin hariz. So we'll say what's the halacha if you say I'm sorry I didn't read enough of the gemara. Back to the gemara just for a moment. Touch my plot this not hariz it muras ola muras shlamim. A person says about a particular animal, this animal should be both a Tumuras Ola and a Tumuras Shlomim. I will say, remember, an Ola and a Shlomim are two different Karbanos, right? An Ola is fully offered up on the Mizbeach. A Shlomim is divided into three parts. Part of it goes in the Mizbeach, part of it goes to the Kohanim, part of it goes to the owner. So now a person is saying this animal should be a Tumura for Ola and Shlomim. So I will say, so what do you do with it? Mir says, we look at this animal as the Tmura for an Ola. Tmura for an Ola. Let's say, take a look at the Rush again. When you make two independent statements simultaneously, right, like in this case over here, right, I'm saying this animal should be Tmuras Ola and Tmuras Shlamim. And you can't be both. You can't be both. Therefore, what? We take the first Lashon. Tafas Lashon Rishon. This is in general the position of Rabbi Meir. Right? Take, take the first Lashon. Therefore, we look at this animal as a Timuras Ola. So we'll say, Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says, in the Kach, this Kavim Nitchila. Rabbi Yossi says like this. Let's, let's look at what his Kavana was. Right? Otherwise, we'll say, if you ask him, what's your Kavana? If he says, my Kavana is I want this animal to be both a Tmuras Ola and Tmuras Shlomit. That's li- literally, that's what I want. That's what I want. But rather again, the Ifshar Likros Shnei Shemos Ke'echad. But he says, look, if I could say Tmuras Ola, Tmuras Shlomit, if I could say it simultaneously, I would. But because I can't say it simultaneously, therefore what? I have no choice but to say it one after the other. Dvarav Kayamin. Ultimately, again, his words are upheld. I will say, what does it mean his words are upheld? Once again, take a look at the rush. Take a look at the rush. Dvarav Kayamin. So I will say, now, before we actually look at the rush, so what does that mean? So I will say, see, so watch this. So let's, let's, just, let's just frame the case again. But I will say, just want to point out, what are we trying to answer over here? Just, let's just pause for a second. What's our question? Right? Daughter Nara Murasa made What did the father say? Father said, Dvarav, right? Kiyemechi Mufarlechi. The nether, is, the nether is affirmed, the nether is revoked. But the affirmation should only be chal if the revocation is chal. An inherently contradictory statement. So what do we do with it? Okay, Mar trying to prove it from this case over here. Guy comes along and says, this animal should be a tmuras ola, tmuras shlomen. Contradictory statement. Rabbi Meir says, tafas lashin rishon. It's a Tumuras Ola. That's the first thing he said. Rabbi Yossi says, well, one second, let's take a step back. Let's ask him, what's your Kavana? If his Kavana ultimately again, that he would like this animal to be both a Tumuras or a Tumuras Shlamim, and if he could have said both statements simultaneously, he would have done so, then ultimately again, Dvarav Kayamin, then, we t- then his statement is in effect, and we make this animal both an Ola and a Tumura of an Ola and a Shlamim. Rabbi say, how do you make it both? Now take a look at the rush again. Tvarav Kayamin. Both say, again, rush, left hand column, two, four, six, eight, ten. 
about 12 lines down from the top. Tvarav Kayamin, Vitira, Achetistaiv, Vyavi, Bidme, Chetzi, all of the Chetzi Shlomos. So what, what do you do with this animal? Essentially, again, let it graze until it develops a mum. Once it develops a mum, what can you do with it? Sell it and split the proceeds between an Ola and the Shlomim. Between the Ola and the Shlomim. So the Gemara says, Vafil Rabbi Meir, Loka Amar, and even Rabbi Meir, both say, even Rabbi Meir who said, Tafas Lashen Rishon, even Rabbi Meir, and I will say the gear so has changed, the Bach changes it. Even Rabbi Meir, right? Even Rabbi Meir, ultimately, I have a He didn't say, only in the case where you did not say, right? Rabbi Meir said, it's not talking about a case where a person said, this should not be Chal unless this is Chal. The Amar lo sechal hakama ele imkain chala hafara. They're both saying in this case, jumping back to our Nadarim case now, where the father said, ultimately the affirmation should only go ahead and be chal if the revocation is chal. Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir nami moda tafara chala. Even Rabbi Meir would agree ultimately that what that the hafara that the revocation ultimately takes effect takes effect. So we'll say, so pretty incredible. So we'll say, so ultimately, again, the Gemara is suggesting over here that even Rabbi Meir, even Rabbi Meir, so you both say, so here's what's fascinating, right? Let's, let's just analyze this. The sheet of Rabbi Yossi, the sheet of Rabbi Yossi is, if the guy meant to say both things, so you both say, let me take one step more, one more step back. When a person says, Hareza Tumuras Ola Ushlamim, they both say, when we look at that statement, what do we see? What do we see? An inherent contradiction. So we'll say, so that, and that's what Rabbi Meir says. So how do you resolve an inherent contradiction? Tafas Lashon Rishon. Just grab the first Lashon. Therefore, it's Timur HaSola. Rabbi Yossi says, no. No, maybe it's not an inherent contradiction. Maybe what he means, ultimately, again, is for these two things to actually occur. So therefore, the mice say again, how do, so therefore, we have, to, we have to, if that's his Kavana, how do we make that happen? So once again, we let it graze until it develops a mum. Once it develops a mum, sell it off, right? Split the proceeds between Olud Shlomim. So we'll say, so Bepashtos, Bepashtos, we would say, that would be the same thing over here in our inherently contradictory nether case. Kiyem lechi, mufar lechi, and that comma should only be chal if ta'afara is chal. If ta'afara is chal. So we'll say, so Bepashtos, we would say that Rabbi Meir would say, Tafas Lashon Rishon, just go ahead and take the first Lashon, and Rabbi Yossi would somehow reconcile the two. To which the Gemara says, even Rabbi Meir agrees in this case. Why? Because halacha, halacha the person made it explicit that A should only be chal if B is chal. In that case, again, even Rabbi Meir would agree that ultimately, again, the hafara, the revocation, ultimately takes effect. Take a quick look at the rush again. Let's take a look at the rush again. So the rush says, the rush says, Rabbi Meir nami modeh da hafara chala, Perish harav kama lav klumhi. So we'll say, so really what's happening over here is as follows. Even Rabbi Meir would agree that in this case, halacha lemaisa, the hafara is chal. So we'll say, so therefore when he says, when he's, the way we interpret this statement, the nether is, the nether is upheld, right? The nether is affirmed, the nether is revoked, and the affirmation should only take effect if there is revocation. The way we interpret this statement, Rabbi Meir is how? This is a hafara. This is a revocation. 
it is a long-winded form of revocation. Even Rabbi Meir, ultimately, again, even Rabbi Meir, who normally says what? Well, see, even Rabbi Meir who says, Tafas Lashen Rishon, grab the first Lashen, would agree that in this case, ultimately, again, this is a, a, an elongated form of revocation. So I will say, so the Ramam quotes this halacha as well. And this is Parakid Kimop Halacha of Beis. Well, so here it is. Get ready. Amr I'm going to read to you in the Ramam. Amr Right? Father says to the daughter, or husband says to the wife, either way. This nether is upheld for you. This nether is annulled for you. And the, the, the affirmation should only take effect if the revocation takes effect. So I'll say the Ram just gets right to it. This nether is annulled. Why is nether annulled? Shein hakama moil acher hafara. Ultimately, again, because because affirmation cannot work after revocation. So we'll say essentially what the Ram is saying is once you're including revocation in there, we're done. We're done. We'll say that's the takeaway from this. So once you, inc- well, right, once you are saying that you're revoking, that's what we look at. Once there's revocation involved, that's it. And even, I will say, the Chiddush over here is, even Rabbi Meir, who normally says, Tafas Lashon Rishon, go ahead and grab the first Lashon, would agree in this case, since you've mentioned revocation, the nether is revoked. Done. Done. We'll say, next question. Good, we're knocking this off one after the other. Great. So we'll say, the Gemara says as follows. Next. Boy Rabba. I will say two, four, five lines from the bottom. By Rabba, Rabba has found Kasha. Kiyem umufar lechi bebas achos mahu. All right, so I will say this is interesting. So what happens if halacha lamaisa? He says to her, Kiyem umufar lechi. Literally, again, he's saying this. And I will say I want to contrast the cases. In the previous case, what did he say? Kiyem lechi, mufar lechi. Two different lashonos. In this case, what is he doing? I will say he's combining them even more. He's saying, kiyim, kiyim So we'll say, you see what the difference is? It's not even two independent Lashonos. It's a combined Lashon of kiyim umufar lechi. It's combining them into one. So Mahu, what is the halacha in this case? So I will say, once again, I'm sorry, take a look at the rush. I apologize, I'm not a small print today. So kiyim umufar lechi achas, the rush says, perish, keven shalom amr elapam achas lechi hainu achas. Shabbat so said, what makes this basachos? What makes this basachos is opposed to the previous case where there are two independent lashonos. Kiem lechi, mufar lechi. Granted, you're seeing them at the same time, but there's two, still two independent lashonos. In this case, you're seeing the two lashonos at once. Kiem lechi, mufar lechi. I'm just, excuse me. Kiem umufar lechi. So it's basachos. What's talacha? So look at the rush. Do we see, like Rabbi Meir says, look at the first Lashon, and since the first Lashon was Hakamo, was affirmation, that, therefore, again, this should be looked at as affirmation of the Nadar. Or since the Basachos, since there is a simultaneity over here, it's Basachos, therefore, what? Perhaps the revocation should come and annul the affirmation. So we'll say, so again, that's the Shiloh. So we'll say, see, we're going through a progression of cases. So see what's happening over here? So in this case, Kiyem umufar lechi. So there's a basachos, there's a simultaneity. So what's the question? Do we say tafas lashon rishon? And therefore what? Halacha lemaisa. This is an affirmation. Or since it's the basachos, therefore again, we look at the hafara, we look at the annulment. 
So it says the Gemara Barav. So Kiyim for Leikibas Achas Mau. So Tashma. So what's the analysis? So the Amar Rav Rav said Kol Dover Shenu B'Zachazeh Afilu B'Bas Achas Eno. So this is very interesting. So Rav said anything that cannot happen successively could also not happen simultaneously. This is the position of Rav. And I will say now where did Rav say this? Once again, I'm sorry. Take, take a look at the Rush. So the Rush says over here Kol Shenu B'Zachazeh. So it's actually a very interesting case. Listen to this. Let's say a man goes over to a woman and her daughter. And he says to both the mother and the daughter, right? Both of you are Mikudeshas to me. So now the Shaila is, what's the Halacha? So Rabbi says, anything that can take place successively also can take place simultaneously. So therefore, again, you can't be Mekadish, a woman and her daughter, because you're not allowed to marry a mother and a daughter. Same thing with two sisters. So the Maisa, because you could not do it successfully, therefore, again, it doesn't work with Basachas, and therefore what? He's not Mikudeshas to either of them. Hanami therefore, says the Rosh as well. Hanami Kevan Dafara, Lesa, Basra, Hakama, Gam, Basachas, Lesa. So therefore, I will say, Allah, therefore, because you can't do these things successively. I will say, you can't affirm a nether and then revoke it. So since ultimately, again, you can't do it successively, you also what? Can't do it simultaneously. And I will say, now what does that mean, for our purposes? So I will say, so this is also in, this is also in the same Rambam. All this, I will say, is in three halachas in the Rambam. Parakir Gimel, halacha chav beis. So watch this, I will say, here it is. Here it is. Amr Allah. If a man says, right, father says to his daughter, right, the nether is affirmed and annulled for you. So what's he saying in Basachos? What is he saying? The boss said that's different than the previous case. What was the previous case? To So again, there we establish wherever there's hafara, that's hafara, we're done. In this case, he's saying in one statement. What's Talacha? What's Talacha? What's I? Hare ze Kayum. Ultimately, again, the nether is Kayum. Now, what does it mean, the nether is Kayum? So, what, what, what does that mean? What does that mean? The nether is Kayum is another way of saying, essentially, the statement itself is meaningless. Then I will say, what is the de facto reality of saying the statement is meaningless? The nether is intact. Right? So, I will say, just to be clear, just to be clear, if a girl makes a nether, Right? And her father does nothing. Father does nothing. What's the status of the nether? It's upheld. So, so over here, what Ram essentially is saying is, when you make this simultaneous contradictory statement, so the Maisa essentially, the nether is upheld. The nether is all the same thing. The same thing is meaningless. I was going say, because again, you've made an inherently contradictory statement. So again, those statements don't work together. So they don't work in succession. So because they don't work in succession, they also do not work simultaneously. Therefore, essentially, the statement is void. If the statement is void, the de facto reality is the nether is intact. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. So let's go back there. So to what the Gemara goes, goes ahead. The Gemara says, I'll say another kasha. So I'll say it's very interesting. What happens if the father says, I uphold this nether for you today? The nether is upheld today. So I'll say, so now, What's the Shailamahu? Shrabo say, do we say that inherent in that statement when he says 
And we'll say, what, no, no, what's bothering us about that statement? What's bothering us about it? Today. Why did you say that? Why don't you just say, the nether is upheld for you? Maybe what he's saying is like this. Maybe he's saying is like this. The nether is upheld for you today, but tomorrow it's going to be, it's going to be revoked. It's going to be negated. So the Gemara says, so, 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 Mahu, Niyar Mina Kiman, the Amr Laham, the Amr Lah, Mufar Lehi Lamachar, O Dilma Ha Lo Amr Lah. They both say, so do we look at this statement as saying, the nether, since he said the nether is affirmed for you today, that means tomorrow it's revoked, or do we say, no, he didn't say anything about revocation? Okay, he chose to, he chose to add in there today. But don't read into his statement something that is not there. So I will say, take a look, by the way, at the, at the rush again for just a moment. The rush says, the rush says, so again, Boy Rabba, Kayam Lechi Ayom, Mao, Miyamina, Kiman, the Amar, Mufar Lechi, Mufar Lechi Lamachar, Dami, the Dim Lokain, and my Amar Hayom. Why else would he have put in Hayom? And I will say, if he didn't mean to have the nether revoked tomorrow, why else would he have said Hayom? El Alav, that's why it's, it's just interesting. By the way, just so you should understand, I just I found that on this particular daf, the rush was just a little bit. I, I, I don't. You shouldn't think that I've had a falling out with the Ran. The Ran and I are good, right? We're, we're on good terms. But if you see, the rush is a bit more succinct on this daf. Than, than the ran and a bit and a bit more tar- my uh, a bit more targeted. So that's why again we're going with the rush over here. Shabbos say this is incredible. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You think also let's let's take a look at this case. So right, father says to his daughter. Father says to his daughter that neither should be affirmed for you today. So Shabbos say what's our shaila? What's our shaila? How do we interpret that statement? Do we interpret it as meaning he's being he's just he's he's affirming the nether done or no? Why did he add on today? Why do you have today? It must be that what is he saying? The nether should be affirmed for you today, but revoked for you tomorrow. So what are you thinking? What are you thinking? Revoked for you tomorrow. The father doesn't have the power of revocation. I will say, when does the power of revocation exist? When it exists? Only today. So I will say, the rush addresses this. That's why the rush said, maybe since he's saying today, he's already begun the process of revocation today, but it will ultimately fully actualize when? Tomorrow. But since the process has begun today, therefore it can actualize tomorrow. So let's say, see, you hear hear that nuance? In other words, the the, the Gemara is not suggesting that maybe when he says, let the nether be chal today, so today it'll be chal and tomorrow it'll be revoked. You can't revoke a nether the next day. It doesn't work. No, no, no. Maybe what he's saying is, I'm going to end up, today it should be upheld, but already today, I'm beginning the process of revocation, and tomorrow the process of revocation, revocation will concretize, will, will crystallize. But the process is being started today when the father still has the rights of revocation. So I will say, so again, let's go to Ayin. Let's go to Ayin. I will say, this question actually doesn't resolve until the Mishnah. So let's, we'll get as far as we can today. We'll get as far as we can today. Intim Salomar Ha Lo Amar so we'll say, on one end, you could say, come on, why are you reading something that's not in his statement? No, let's just take the statement at face value. Father said to his daughter, your nether should be upheld today. It just means today. It doesn't mean anything about revocation. So hello, Amrla. So what if he said to her, Amrla, mufar lechi mahu. Okay, so let's reverse it. What if he said to her? What if he said to her? 
your nether should be annulled tomorrow. Right? What if he said that? Your nether should be annulled tomorrow. What is the status ultimately again of such a statement? I will say, so once again, take a look at the rush for just quickly. The rush says, so we'll say, maybe when he says the nether should be annulled for you tomorrow, that's the equivalent of saying what? It should be upheld for you today. And I was about to say, otherwise, if you're not annulling until tomorrow, so then what's the status today? It must be if you're upholding today, then what? Then, sorry, if you're annulling tomorrow, then today it must be upheld. So So the Gemara says, Amr la mufar lechi la machar mahu. Mi'amina la machar la matzi mefer. Well, one second. You can't annul a nether tomorrow. Why? Because I will say, if you annul the nether tomorrow, what is that by definition? What did you do today? What did you do today? You affirmed it. Well, if you affirmed it already today, then the Maisa, there's no annulment for tomorrow. Oh, Dilma, one of the other possibilities Maybe not. I will say, remember in this case, he never said to her, the nether should be chal today. Rather, what did he just say to her in this case? The nether should be mufar tomorrow. Well, maybe when you say the nether should be annulled tomorrow, and you didn't say the nether should be annulled today, effectively what you're saying is what? The nether should be annulled as of today. Bemtim salomar, afiluhachi, kevan dekaimu hayom. I will say, maybe you'll say, since in our case, he upheld the nether today, lemachar kiman diise dami. Right? Ultimately, again, so I'll say, so since he said today, so ultimately, again, we'll view tomorrow, and the, or the, I should say, the statement of for tomorrow is being intact as well. What if he said, What if he just would have said, about, so listen to this, your nether should be affirmed for an hour. For an hour. Rabbi say, is that the equivalent of saying, therefore what? Therefore what? That Lamaisa again, Lamaisa should be annulled for you after. And I was like, see, in this case, I was about to say, I just, I just want to be clear. We have one question in mind over here, right? What's our one question? Right? That's the question we started with over here. Ultimately, again, he's saying the nether should be affirmed for you today. And I will say, how do we understand that statement? Is that just an affirmation and we just kind of ignore the hayom? Or maybe what? Or maybe what? No. What it means is it should be affirmed for you today and what? Annulled tomorrow. So we're just going through a whole bunch of different scenarios in order to answer this one question. So now we're asking, what if he said to her, the nether should be upheld for an hour? What's that status? Is that the equivalent of saying it's upheld for an hour, but then annulled after an hour? Or maybe not. I was about to say, he never said anything after the hour, right? So again, he said for an hour, fine. I was say, what does it mean when a guy, when a man says, when a father says, the other should be upheld for an hour? What does that mean? What does that mean? It's upheld. It's upheld. So if you say, listen, he didn't say anything to her about after the hour. So let's just leave that alone. So what if he did say, what if he would have said, the other is upheld for an hour and revoked afterwards? Do we say, well, once you've affirmed a nether, the nether is affirmed, they're both saying, and we're done. And we're done. There's nothing more to talk about. Or 
Or do we see Rabbi say perhaps what? Since Rabbi is very interesting, see Rabbi say the our case is a little bit different than we've ever seen before. Why? It's actually very exciting, very exciting. Rabbi say, why is the our case different? Because Rabbi say, remember again, what's the window for Hafara and Hakama? What's the window? The day. The day. So maybe, maybe when you start getting into hours, right, maybe you can't flip flop on the same day. In other words, they both say, so I understand that once, once we say, once you affirm the nether, the nether is affirmed. I get that. But on the other hand, since that entire day that the nether was made, though that is the window for affirmation and revocation, maybe halacha lamaisa that actually allows you to flip-flop a little bit. So we'll say, you know what we'll do? We'll stop over here for today. We'll stop over here today. So we'll say, again, we'll, we'll resolve, we'll resolve. Actually, let me just, let me just, um, all right, you know, yeah. We'll stop over there. So, so, I'm, so I'm leaving you a little bit on the cliffhanger. We'll resolve this in Mirza Hashem tomorrow. But I will say, so again, just to highlight the question, just, just to, so we have clarity with the question ultimately we're ending off with. It's the shayla of kiem lechi hayom. So we'll say, that's it. And what we see is this opens the window to in general, when you append Hayom to your statement, do we read into that? Do we read into that? Hayom, yes. Lamachar, lo. Or just what? Hayom is just an expression. Don't read anything more into it. Now, I'll say what that question did is it opened up the door to many other questions now that the after is I will say, by the way, I just want to point out, this is a Yisodistic lifestyle in general, which is when people say things, should you read into what people say or should you take them at their word? And I will say, by the way, this is a, this is a fundamental life, Shiloh, right? Much machlokes in life has been generated because people read subtext into what people are saying instead of just taking people at their spoken word. So I will say, so again, this is a machlokes in life, a machlokes in Gemara, the resolution in Mirat Hashem for both and Mirat Hashem tomorrow. Shkarach, I will say. I've only been here in the dark, but so far uh, what I see next door is very impressive. <laughs> 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 it's, it's great to see you.